This is a Lit Match production. Ooh, ah, that's hot. Intro time. Intro time. Intro time. Intro to the intro time. In this episode, you'll find us talking about... The holiday special. Yeah, really just the holidays. Yeah, it's all about holiday time. It's us getting down to the real important things of the holiday season. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chris and Sal and Sal and Chris show with your hosts, Sal and Chris and Santa Claus. <laughs> welcome to our holiday special, guys. Ho, Here we ho, are. ho. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's overhead, I think. Jingle jangles. <laughs> yeah, Santa has joined us for the podcast. Uh, oh, you know, sure. it's it's been a it's been a it's been a difficult year huh and uh so we figured it's time to get santa claus here to talk about you know what he's planning for this exactly. this Bright, special brighten christmas. up the atmosphere with his christmas joy you know yeah where's the cookies you promised me cookies shut up santa <laughs> shut up <laughs> you'll get your damn cookies <laughs> so Santa Claus. My problem with the big man started since the age of five. Whoa, whoa, I'm right here. <laughs> All right, Santa, move away. Yeah, yeah. You go, go, go work on, go to stock your stockings, okay? Santa is catching hands. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do it. to you? Enough. What didn't he do to me, you know? Just this. I, okay, honestly, the psychological torment. That's what's never talked about in holiday seasons. The psychological mm-hmm. torment that kids undergo of having to be good. You know? Yeah, why do we make up this lie just to break it, like, when you're 15 years old or 14? No, nah, probably a little younger, right? Like, 12 years old is when you yeah. stop believing. Like, if we're going to break it, we might as well believe until our, like, 50 years old. And then there should be a society of 50-year-olds that are just like, oh, you, you have now turned 50. Santa Claus isn't real. Yeah, now now you break it. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a wasted effort. I agree. It is. Yeah, because for so long... So many people have kept it up, too, you know? And maybe it would be... I honestly think kids would be better behaved if they knew that instead of some random figure who may be watching everything you do... No, it's, I'm getting you your gift. And your gift depends on how good you are this year. <laughs> if you want a good <laughs> Actually, gift, you better freaking bring it. Right? <laughs> As a parent, yeah. Because if, if you knew directly that being good to your parents because they were in charge of your gifts meant to be good all year i think that's a more you know direct train of thought as opposed yeah. to like oh there's a there's a middle guy in here and that's santa claus and i'm pretty sure if i just schmooze santa you know around december exactly write a nice fine. little letter to him at the end of the year leave some cookies you know that's yeah. it it's all great so there's definitely some train of thought there there's there's some further thinking that we need to we need to change up some stuff in tradition yeah. You know? Did you ever get? Did you ever get coal? No, no, I haven't. I've never uh, gotten coal before, unfortunately, or fortunately, rather. I get coal every year. Like but I see, still get coal. That that means you just have the potential to get diamonds. Like think about that. Exactly. Well, they they don't use such words, but my parents are like, you know, it's not like you were completely good. You know, there's always <laughs> some improvement that you can have. So take this coal, uh... and then when you're done, put it back in the stocking for next year. <laughs> <laughs> Recycle There's no it, pretending. Please. There's Thank no more you. pretending anymore. Wow. All right. I mean, that's a way of being humble, you know? 
That's a way of them telling yeah. to you, you know, value what you have in a way. It's yeah. kind of good. Honestly, I've been looking forward to the Christmas season more so this year than, I guess, of seasons past. Of course, you know, with everything going on and we're more secluded. But also, I don't know, like, I think I was... <clears throat> Hold on. <clears throat> Frog's me. in the throat again? <laughs> Frog, get the fuck out. Frog, I'll uh, tell you about being here. I took the time to get my Christmas gifts earlier this season and really think about what I wanted to get each person, what I thought that they would appreciate, um, you know, what they thought they would be interested in. I made lists, you know, like, I mean, it was yeah. a little bit of, it was a little anxious or anxiety driven, you know, just cause like, I just gotta figure this out. I gotta make sure it works. I've already gotten most of my gifts and I'll let everybody know I'm recording on, what are we, December 2nd right now? And I'll let everybody know I got them nothing. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's December 2nd. I already have all my gifts. I'm like, that's early. You are way ahead of the curve. I'm flying high. Yeah. That's everyone it. else is, is freaking out right now. <laughs> and I'm just walking through. You're like, like whatever. It's not, fine. A, not a care in the world, you know? Exactly. What's a Santa Claus? I'm a Santa Claus. That's who it is, you know? That's a real that's a real spirit of Christmas right there. You're embodying I Santa. recommend I recommend people doing this as well. Although you might cause you more anxiety, more things to think about, get it done with and then you have the rest of December to relax while everybody else is freaking out. There's no better that's feeling true. than yep. everybody else freaking out while you remain calm. I buy all my presents <laughs> earlier in the year. That's it. I just save them up till Christmas. Smart. I'm kidding. I don't do that. I actually wait for last minute. Not smart. <laughs> That's what I do every other season. I'm not going to pretend that this is what I do every year. You know, I'm not a guru of Santa, of Christmas. Except this year. This year you are. But you know what? It's it's the fact that as soon as I get somebody a present, I don't want to wait until a day. I literally just want to give it to them. Just like, here you go. Like there. I get that. I hate that delay because then it, it... Okay, one of two things happens whenever I have to give somebody a present. Either... I give it to them, court, like it happens to go smoothly and I give it to them the day of and it's fine. Or mm -hmm. I forget the present at home and I have to give it to them like next time I see them, which is probably like five times later after that I've oh, seen them. I, yeah. I think I remember that specific instance or maybe yeah. one yeah. of those instances. All your birthdays, uh, <laughs> yeah. any trip that I've ever took that I told you I got your souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like yep. months later. Yep. Or years later. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot I had this, but uh, this was your birthday present from like five years ago. So <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> no, I I'm usually pretty lax about it. Uh, but then I but I always come out with the feeling that like I could have did better. So I guess that's what kind of spurred me on. Not I'm not saying that's an everybody thing. That's just a me thing. You set the goal higher for you. You're like, after you give the person the present, you're kind of just like, oh, that's your reaction. I guess I could have gotten a better reaction out of you. Uh, give honestly, it back. It's totally a me thing. It has nothing to do with them. I don't even know if I gauge how well they appreciate this gift. It's oh. more like, damn, like I just, I could have did better. You know, it's, it's a me thing. But that is, that is something else like seeing people open the present and then just their reaction says a lot too. Cause you can tell some people have a forced reaction of like, oh, thanks. Or like genuinely they, they, <laughs> it's, it's an either... avocado. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Exactly. Or like. They play out the part or sometimes it just feels so forced, but other times they genuinely enjoy the gift that they're like, oh, you thought of me like, thanks. You know, like I, that means a lot. It's not what I wanted, mm -hmm. but it's something. Yeah. But you know, now we're in the, the world of gift receipts, you know, so mm -hmm. you can just better yet. We're, we're in the world of that. You can actually send your, 
All right, and which I prefer a lot more. I I know some people. There's this controversy of present giving, but I genuinely oh the controversy oh the controversy. But honestly, I think it's so much better if people wrote down lists and just shared it with members. Like I get it, I there's agree. a sentimental value, but at the end of the day, to like make up for time that you're gonna be spending returning it and changing stuff i'd rather you just give me your sizes you know like for any clothes that you want i agree uh a link straight to exactly what it is that you want uh, that is so much easier I, on me and and you kind of broached this before but i'm i'm just done with surprises surprises they give me more anxiety than than joy you know like yeah like let me just give it to you or tell me what you want and i'm gonna make sure you get it and boy you're gonna and you're happy with it yeah you're gonna get it you know yeah yeah. i agree yeah but also i feel like the only people that you really can surprise are your significant other but even then depending on who they are and how they react you know my girlfriend's not getting surprised She knows exactly what she's getting, but she's happy with it. The last time she was surprised, she was not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> she was underwhelmed. So. <laughs> yeah, but th- I feel like that's something that we should all definitely move toward moving forward mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. the years. Uh, as a society, we should move past this whole guesstimating people get- people's gifts. And instead, instead, we should just ask genuinely, hey send me a link hey give me your wish list or or else why else do people why else would companies have that feature on websites you know if not for the sake of sending that very list to people yeah but there's everything on the internet now that's true yeah which makes it even better you know we're saying all this but at the same time we've also kept each other's gifts from each other like i know we both well actually i know what you're getting me so that's that's a lie but I've oh, kept yeah. your, <laughs> I've kept, <laughs> kept your gift from you. And I played the whole, like, I called you on the phone. I'm like, uh, do you know, if I say this, do you know what that means? And you're like, no. I'm like, okay, good. <laughs> All right. That's perfect. <laughs> I feel like I'm also not that hard of a person to shop for when it comes to present. Like, genuinely me. I set the bar very low for any gifts I receive at all. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, you can give me a penny and I will already be like, did you think about something? Like, as long as it had some sentimental value that you were like, I really thought about this because this memory we once had and or shared um, had so-and-so tied to it. Then that gift that you give me will just mean everything to me because I could really care less about the dollar value of it. I'm really more in it for the... What is this symbolizing? Of you know, course. that's yeah. what I like more of. Or, or, or it'd be practicality. Like how often will I use this? And will this be a very useful thing that I'll use every day? Because yes. if it falls into either of those two categories, I will love you forever. So True. I used to hate getting socks or underwear for Christmas. And now I'm like, give me, give me, give me. You know? like, <laughs> Thank you <laughs> yeah. so much. But my sock um, puppets can be made now. Thank you. <laughs> I think I'm quite difficult to shop for. Really? Because I yeah, I don't think I make my interests known. And I also and I get this from my dad. Where my dad's like, "Eh, don't even get me anything. It's fine." You know, like and we're like, "Dad, we need to get you something. We can't not get." He's like, "I don't know, whatever, you know." He makes it so hard. Um and I feel like I get that from him. I'm just like, oh, "Whatever." But in the end, I'm like, oh, "Man, I should have asked for this. I should have asked for that." But um, so I hope people know what to get me. <laughs> you know what, though? That 
That reminds me, though. That reminds me. We should take a moment of silence this episode. Uh, to thank for, the dads? To our, yeah, to our dads. Who, no, I'm serious. Who get the shittiest gifts every <laughs> holiday season. Even birthdays, probably, or Father's oh, Day. Oh, yes. More slippers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they have to put up with it. Like, oh, nice. Another tie or another, I don't know, they like need shaving I, kit. I, you know? You know, yes, yes, props to them, but also no props because like you gotta ask you gotta i'm learning you need to ask in this uh, if, world if fathers would be more vocal about what they want for their gifts or anything, but then that's the other thing because dads could just get whatever they want that's true they don't care but it's like don't get it for you like so could we really you know we could buy our own gifts but we don't mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. or else what else are other people supposed to get you you know or but you know i do want to give props to dads around the world if they tried to uh dress up as santa claus to fulfill this this fantasy for children every other every other father what even are you doing (laughs) did your dad do that (laughs) what no (laughs) oh my dad did my dad dressed up and you know my dad my dad it's a skinny little thing but like so but but that's because in mexico we don't celebrate santa claus so much or it's kind of just in the recent years but our tradition is more so the uh posadas which are like the little christmas that's what we we uh thrive Uh upon so technically we had two christmases growing up we had like lucky yeah when my dad dressed up as santa or when I f- saw the f- my first video of Santa Claus <laughs> no putting way. my gifts under the tree, that was the day I realized that Santa wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Because my mom showed me the video. She's like, "Oh, you guys were no. sleeping. Santa came and gave you your gifts. We have a video." We're like, "No way! We freaking got him tonight, <laughs> Santa Claus! Stupid idiot!" <laughs> You didn't God pay attention. <laughs> and and all of a sudden I see I see a video of Santa I'm pretty sure Santa coming through the front door <laughs> which is right next to our tree. And you're like, and that's that's weird. Isn't he supposed to well, <laughs> And again, like he's very, very skinny. Like there was no doubt in my mind that this was my dad, <laughs> like in a Santa Claus costume. You saw him and you're like, that's that's just dad in the Santa Claus costume. Yeah, it's like it's like you you're, you're smiling and then your smile slowly turns to like I'm an old man now. Like I like I went through years in my head. I'm like ah, so this is the you real world. Physically aged in that moment, you yes. took on a mortgage. <laughs> but they tried, you know. Props props to them for trying. Oh my god, I would I could never put my child through that through like me dressing up as Santa Claus because I know I. I would hire somebody else to dress up as Santa to keep the lie going, sure, mm-hmm. but never me, not me. And it'd be a really good Santa Claus actor, not like a not a mall Santa Claus. No, no. Oh, the best, the best. Yeah, exactly, somebody who who really embodies Santa year round, which they have those. Yeah, they have those people. But so, when did you stop believing in Santa Claus? Do you know? I actually, I'd say pretty late. I want to say like maybe sixth grade, but I think what it was was more so. It's like, yes, you had doubt of the whole thing, but I think more, I don't know. It's weird to explain it um, because it was, I think for me, when I thought of Santa Claus, it was more so this idea of giving, of like somebody selflessly just giving to people and making them happy. And I think that's what I wanted to believe in more than anything, more than some guy just hopping down chimneys, you know, 
uh, invading people's privacy. I really was more for the idea of this guy that was just being selfless through and through um, and instilling this meaning of being selfless. And I think that's what I continue to believe in to this day. Uh, so whenever I watch like the Polar Express, uh, I really do that. That kind of resonates with me, even though I know the animation is not up everybody's alley. I know that's like that was... the number one comment that everybody <laughs> hates the Polar Express for. And everybody it was at it. that time when they were like really trying to explore with different animation outlets. And we're just yeah. we were not all on board yet. Yep. <laughs> no, uh-uh. And, we weren't and, on the train yet. <laughs> oh, no, that train took out of the station, yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think for me, that's genuinely, I've always been somebody that loves Christmas since I was little. Like, every Christmas time, everybody in my family knows I'm the Christmas guy. Like, I'm just, I, I love Christmas guy. time. Yeah, uh, I'd always be ready with uh, Christmas lights or putting up the tree, getting excited. Good for you. Yeah. My parents always had to struggle to get us to do any kind of Christmas decoration. I mean, but is it, it is a hassle, you know? It's a, man, that's the thing. I feel like if it's done as a family, it's more enjoyable and you got to have the, mm -hmm. the Christmas tunes going about, you know? So what is your favorite decoration of Christmas? Is it the tree or is it something a little more like special to your family? I think it is the tree. The tree is my favorite thing to decorate during Christmas time because it's, um, I mean, in recent years, it's really just been either me or somebody else that's like setting it up uh, just fast. But I like it when it was the entire family, you know, setting some time aside during the week, putting up the tree and decorating it only because every single year you take out the ornaments uh, and the ornaments that are like, you know, that you made in kindergarten or the family ones that have just been <laughs> in your, the ones that have been in your family for like years, you know, yeah. those are the ones that, that were really interesting. But I also remember being little and being near the tree and playing with my Legos, like as if the tree was like a, you know, a set in itself with all the branches mm -hmm. and everything. So it kind of just gave that um, innocence back, you know? Okay. So that's why I like it. I think my, I've, two things uh to call my favorite uh for you know holiday decorations one was um my mom i guess and my dad but my mom really uh <laughs> collected uh like every they're not shit <laughs> what are those things called beanie babies okay so they're not shit <laughs> no um. <laughs> my mom my mom collected uh like they're not beanie babies, but they're kind of like little plush toys of every character from all those like claymation holiday specials. That no we way. Kind of talked about last last episode. Oh, that's so, so she cool. Had, she had Rudolph. She had uh, Frosty. She had all the little misfit toys. She had all of wow. them. And she and she would sit them one by one right next to each other on our. Uh, tv stand in the middle of of the living room and they'd all sit next to each other all across the tv so that was always really cute to see that but then also i really liked when we got all the christmas cards from all the families all the people we knew in elementary school you know like yeah. they would send their christmas cards and they would all go on the wall uh they would go on the door on, on the, the door on yeah the i've seen that the door yeah yeah i remember going to your and house and so i loved seeing like all those people like oh where are you now you know did you get hot you know because <laughs> <laughs> that's the real question you want to know yeah. christmas cards that's... you know <laughs> exactly um but also uh i want to say the one uh tradition that i was introduced to at your house was 
Elf on a Shelf. Oh my god. And in the most unpleasant (laughs) way possible, too. I remember... That was like... (laughs) I remember going going to your house uh, to hang out with you. I think it was a party or something. And it was around Christmas time. And we're out having drinks in the basement. You know, everybody's hanging out. Uh, I'm like, hey, dude, uh, I got to go, uh, you know, use the bathroom. Is, is it cool? He's like, yeah, go ahead. So I walk right in. It's all, lights are off. So go in, close the door, turn on the lights, go and sit down on the toilet. And lo and behold, right in front of me is an elf on the shelf staring back at me. <laughs> yeah, I think not even like sitting on any kind of shelf. No. I think it was like in between like the the towels yes, of the it's bathroom. It's just peering right? over. <laughs> yeah. And I was caught so off guard by it. I was like, oh, interesting. Huh. I, so Elf on a Shelf uh, was one of those traditions that was never, it wasn't a long tradition. Like it's not something we did every year. It was kind of like one of those traditions that was like being implanted and implanted hard. Like oh. this is our thing now. <laughs> okay. It was fun. It was fun. Like it was always in a random location. Yeah. You never know where yeah. you'd find it. So it was fun. Nice. That's that's a good one though. I feel like that's a a lot more people are having that uh through and through. Props to the maker of Elf on a Shelf for making it a holiday tradition when it wasn't ever a holiday tradition. So mm-hmm. good marketing. So this is a holiday episode after all. It is. And uh it is, right? It is, right? It could be. If we if we believe hard enough. You know, yeah, <laughs> I believe. I believe. So I thought it might be cool if uh, we did a holiday-themed would-you-rather question. I would like that. I would like that. And I'm actually very happy with these questions. I found them on the internet. You guys know the internet, right? I'll I've link the it. internet in the description. <laughs> um, I actually don't know where I found these, uh, but I appreciate where I found them. And they're all really good. So let me give you at least I'll let me give you one. So here's a holiday would-you-rather. <clears throat> would-you-rather... Tell 50 pre-K students that Santa doesn't exist or destroy your family's and friends' gifts with a mallet in front of them with no promise of compensation or any loophole of the sort. And before you answer, I just want to truly appreciate whoever wrote this question. They must have known what we were doing because they know. Like, we look for, we're always looking for loopholes. Always. Yep. And this guy said, no loopholes. Yep. You know what? I would, I would, I would have to do the friends and family's gifts with a mallet. Really? Yeah. I, I don't have the heart in me to tell little kids that Santa's not real. That's, that goes against so many, so many things that. Uh, dude, destroying kids' innocence? I'm not about that. That that's too that's too deep. That's too heavy of a cross to bear. Sal, in my world, their innocence is dead. <laughs> really? Ooh. I'm gonna tell them. Are you going? I'm gonna tell them. Oh no. Yeah. Oh my god. Cause again, there's no loophole with the other option. There's no promise of compensation. So you are just going in front of your family and friends. I'm saying I'm going to sit these fifty children down and be like, listen. You kids are real cute, and life is still worth living. But you need to know that Santa, Santa's not your guy. Santa, Santa's dead. You need to know that Santa's dead. Okay. <laughs> I guess, I guess that that's a bit of is that a loophole? I, I think that's think so. fair. I'll say that's fair. You can say that he's dead. I mean, I wouldn't say that he's dead. Oh yeah, I don't I think that will help. I wouldn't either. I don't think that. Yeah, that would send him into a very uh, 
but be like, listen, Santa is is the idea, is the idea of Christmas about about giving a gift. I don't know. I'll, I'm sure I'll fag the good words at the time. If they were in like say third grade or fourth grade, yeah, I'd do it. But pre-K, they're babies. You know, these are these are pre-Ks, dude. That's why I'm thinking. And like, they probably won't remember Sal. No, that that they will definitely remember that. I, <laughs> they're I, gonna get yeah. scarred. Yep, <laughs> scarred children. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Scarredness, yes. Um, and I would just rather that than having to, without any recognition of why I'm doing it, just well, look every family member and friend in the face <laughs> yep. and destroy the gift I gave them. But you know why? Because I know for a fact that if I were to destroy any family member or friend's gift with a mallet in front of them, they would know something was up. They know I wouldn't just do that out of like, you know sheer madness they would probably say you need a therapist so maybe but i'd accept that i'd take it you know and and then my family would definitely tell me that they're like it's time it's time (laughs) (laughs) i think it's time you sought professional help (laughs) you you need to go back (laughs) i mean my parents already tell me that every day so it's nothing new but (laughs) okay just another christmas yeah (laughs) that's the christmas spirit another christmas for the books (laughs) (laughs) i would need a polaroid of that exact moment as i'm swinging the mallet down that's all i ask yeah for you know for keepsake yeah just to remember for the new christmas ornament you know but you can never tell them why you did that yeah no no i i think they'd be able to live with that would any christmas ever be the same yeah i think so you know why though because i also think that they probably would have thought that those boxes were empty anyways it doesn't say boxes it says they're gifts Oh, well, you have to wrap them in boxes. Boxes and packages and bags. <laughs> they came without boxes. They came without bags. <laughs> I love it. Can we say that that is the best uh, holiday movie? I would agree. Well, I would say the the animated. The animated has been my favorite. The original one? The original, yes. The 1966 oh. version, I think. Oh, wait. Are you going for the Jim Carrey one? I think the Jim Carrey one. Really? Yes. Okay. i not going to lie. It's not that I hate the Jim Carrey one. The Jim Carrey one is very close. It's just that I enjoy the animation a little more. But he is a living animated cartoon character. He is. Or at least he was. It's just the fact that I, when I think of, when I think of Jim Carrey. Jim, thank you. you. Just said it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. yeah, exactly. Uh, when I think of Jim Carrey, I always think of the Truman Show. And I love the Truman Show. So, that is the worst example of Jim Carrey. It, because what? No at way. Least, no, 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 it, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying that that is a bad example. Okay, I did okay, say okay. that is a bad example of Jim Carrey. <laughs> but what I mean is at that time, he was working, he had a, he, that was a, um, that was a separate that's like a separate thing compared yes. to what else he was doing yeah, yeah. at that time. I, I agree. I agree. He's no, more known for his comedic roles, which is... That was unique exactly. at that time yes, from Jim Carrey. Yes. Yes. But yes. I think that's why I... Because I consider that like his best like movie, that in my opinion, that I was just so floored by or you know tied to, The Grinch has to go to the animated version because I'm the live action one. I also was not big on the whole singing of Cindy Lou Who. That just did not sell it for me. And at that point in the movie, well, did, I got bored. Did you see the the new one with Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh, the new animated one. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I don't. Was it good? I didn't um, see it. Again, the old. I also 
I think that's why too. I also love it because I really love the old animation styles. It's just the classics, you know. So nothing can beat the classics in my book. Listen, brother, you're talking to you're talking <laughs> Listen, to. Brother. I love those that kind of animation. Yeah. So like Charlie Brown Christmas, you know, it, it's it resonates that same nostalgia for me. Although um, talk about like kids fucking sucking at singing. That Cindy Lou did not. Oh my God. <laughs> Christmas time is oh, here. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Charlie Brown. <laughs> they could they could have used some work, but that's all right. We forgive them. We forgive yeah. their transgressions. They're forgiven. Um, but it was a different time. <laughs> it was of its time, you know. No, yeah. no. But uh, the one thing I will say about the the Jim Carrey, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, is the Oreo cookies that came out with that. You remember that? What? Oh no. man, wow. I lost my I lost my shit when I saw that Oreo had taken out green uh I guess what is it? The the vanilla cream. Cream, yeah. The inside part of the Oreo was green when they released that film. And I got so excited for that. That was like one of the best things that happened. But that was the same year that I think it was just like a it's a 90s kids thing where every company decided to just experiment with food coloring and change up yeah. the styles of food it, our listeners today wouldn't get it it's a 90s thing <laughs> you know only 90s kids actually only 90s kids can't hear this podcast anybody else that's tuning in they're just like wop 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 i was actually just gonna say it's just air like they're just listening to <laughs> static air <laughs> no unfortunately they all hear us <laughs> they all they know. were born in the 90s then uh <laughs> but that was a that was a good question though. I'll give you that. Well, can I give you a back to back? I have a different one that I think will be a little more difficult. It's not. You know what? One of the ones let's, I should. Let's follow up with the next question. I'm in, I'm intrigued okay. to see what the next question will be. Would you rather be forced to passionately make out with whoever happens to stand under a mistletoe with you, no exceptions, or look embarrassingly bad during Christmas and all Christmas themed parties? Christmas and Christmas themed parties. Uh, there is no way I am like making out with family members or anything at all. No, would that not. is that is what I was thinking. Like yeah. I don't I don't want to yeah, get no. caught in that situation. There's no exception. I'd rather look bad any day. But honestly, I don't think you'll look bad if you just wear it with confidence, with utter confidence that you're just so accepting of yourself. Like this is who I am, you know. And whatever, unless the you're way wearing I nothing, see it is then. Like, mm, like everybody has a bad year, you know, and that was that was your bad this year. This year exactly, that too, see? I think I think yeah. people will forget I mean, about it eventually. Even just the fact that like passionately make out, like I'm I'm not somebody for PDA. I hate PDA. <laughs> yeah, I remember you said I public display of affection if for people who didn't get the the lingo. Um, you know, like I remember like hanging out at like parties in high school and people were just like making out with each other. I'm like, mm. No, like, get, like literally, literally, you walk room. up to them. Mm, no, I mm, not allowed. Legal, no, get out of no. here. Uh, my girlfriend is saying that I'm a fucking liar right now. Uh, so it's like flashback to last Christmas. You're just all over your girl. <laughs> <laughs> not at a family party. No, wow, but at a friend's party. But at the coworkers' party. At the office party. <laughs> hey, can I have an example? I told you when we first started dating that I was uncomfortable with PDA. And you were like, yeah, but I like it. 
and I was like, but I'm uncomfortable. Oh, oh, the the arguments spiraling out of control here. No, 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 no. Holding. <laughs> She's saying, she's saying that she told me when we started dating yeah. that, did, did you hear all this? Could you hear her? I heard some of it. Not all, not all. She's saying that when we started dating, I told her that, oh no, she told me that she was not comfortable with PDA, but I said, I'm all about it. And so she started holding my hand in public to make me feel comfortable. However, holding hands is not PDA. It's not PDA. Holding, yeah, that's not PDA. Holding hands is... Of affection. If, That's holding hands. You know, I'm talking about the gross yes. shit. Like, <laughs> yes. Technically, 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 yes. Dude, so holding what? hands is disgusting. I'm talking, about, <laughs> I'm talking about the second level of PDA then, okay? I'm talking you know, about the making out in public. I'm talking about okay? the That's sex, gross okay? That, That's, That's Yeah, a... I'm talking about the fucking in the public. <laughs> fucking in the public eye. Alright. We're at a no here. Okay. <laughs> okay. She made eyes. So let's move on. <laughs> she was like, well, I'm kind of into that. So, uh, <laughs> so, um, okay. So for, for yes, the, for that question, it would definitely be looking bad at any party, any holiday party. Um, and like, I'm, I'm at a certain time in my life where I don't care if I look embarrassing. It's like, it's kind of like my thing now. Like this is how I dress and you need to, this is me. This is me. You have to accept that. I am, I'm embodying, uh, what my parents did not want me to grow up into a clown. And that is me now. So, hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I am the clown. <laughs> All right. So next question. Back to back to back to back. I like it. This is this is actually a, a more difficult one though, okay? Because uh, it's not it's not a funny one. It's a it's a thinking one. All right. Okay, G- give me these things. Would you rather experience a Christmas in the seventeen hundreds or in the twenty one hundreds? Hmm. Now this this does require some some thinks. So uh, do we have an idea of how they experienced Christmas in the seventeen hundreds? Yes, very cold. Yeah, I think it snowed a lot more, at least in the pictures. <laughs> Far more brutal, less toys. It was candlelit, right? Candlelit, firelit, a candlelit stove Christmas. lit, uh, chamber pot lit. Your toy was probably going to be a like a wooden uh, dowel, like a wooden truck. Yeah, <laughs> a dowel. <laughs> <laughs> you got a hammer and nails for Christmas, <laughs> probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you got your apprenticeship. You were allowed to live. Uh, <laughs> you had to go to work for Christmas yeah. as like a twelve-year-old. Yep, that's what I'm thinking about. Uh, Child labor is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here at the Chris and Sal Show, we are not big endorsers of <laughs> of child labor. No, we just don't condone it in any shape or form. But twenty one hundred. What's going on there? I don't know. That's the thing. It, the world could be over by then. It could be apocalypse, or or it could be the greatest thing ever. We could have achieved the utopia that we so so very much want. We could we could have beat the uh, the energy crisis. We could have had it all rolling in the deep. And the climate crisis. I don't know. I I don't want to sound morbid, but I feel like Christmas is going to be less impactful throughout the years. You know, really? we're getting more. I feel like children are growing up faster they're getting okay the internet is showing them all the things like things are less spiritually like beautiful (laughs) that's sad 
I can see where you're coming from with that. I think it's more and more kids seem to be, uh, what's the wording? I guess thankful is a proper word or, you know, they really go above and beyond with their actions. It's not often that you see a lot of people really mean true sentiment with the things that they have or experience. Again, it's a lot. I think it's a lot of what every individual goes through in life and how much they're willing to take in meaning with what they do, you know? And when you're, mm-hmm. when you're a kid now more than ever, it's a lot easier to get lost in the commercialism of, of it all. Um, right. But I think it was easier prior to the technology boom that a lot of people were more spiritual and intact and, you know, thinking of uh, being selfless and thinking of others, the less fortunate. Now mm-hmm. it's more so if you don't want it in your mind, just get it out of your mind and think of something else, you know, just, just go to Instagram and, exactly. and scroll through doom scroll and that's it. Doom scroll. What a word. Doom scrolling, right? Yeah. But I think I would rather go with um, 2100, celebrating Christmas in 2100. Only because I really don't think that I would fare well uh, (laughs) when I was celebrating Christmas in the 1700s, being that I'm colored. (laughs) That's a very good point. (laughs) Things are not good for me then. Um, Yeah, I mean, even though I'm pretty pasty... um, I would still probably say twenty one hundred. I have no idea what the future holds, yeah. but I know that the, I know that the past wasn't that great. Exactly. Like being honest, at least the, growing up in the past, I'm sure I did not expect a lot from my future. So let's look to the future. And this is what I was gonna say. This is what I was gonna bring up. Now that we both noted the fact that maybe Christmas doesn't feel the same as it used to, right? When we were younger, definitely, yeah, the same. The, the the pull, right? The Christmas cheer, the joy, the enthusiasm isn't there. I think I had a year, a couple of years back, where I felt that sort of impending doom of it all, of where Christmas didn't feel like Christmas. And I was like, what is this anymore? Like, why, is, why am I so down? And, you know, but I think it was within me that it was how I was looking at Christmas and the outlook I had around it all. I really have to shift mm-hmm. it and give that energy and i think that's why i became so much more tied to christmas and uh you know i constantly love giving off that christmas cheer it's the colors it's the lights it's everything and i get so vibrant about it and well, excited it's green and you love green. oh i love green i'm a huge advocate for green team green here i am <laughs> hi i'm the representative uh, so yeah i think i was gonna ask like how do we bring back christmas or the holiday seat let's say the holiday season yeah. And what you're saying, it's it's that maybe it's an individual thing. Like if we all is, yeah. individually start bringing the joy, then the world will feel the joy. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's it shouldn't be up to one person. It shouldn't be up to, you know, a specific team of people. I think it's within each of us. If we all gave our part to find our true meanings of, uh, it sounds so cliche, you know, I hate saying that, but essentially you got to do it. Find what matters most in our lives during Christmas and gave that the proper due diligence. Uh, if it's calling people up and, you know, having that hour long conversation with them to catch up, if it's visiting your mom and dad, if it's, you know, uh, spending time it's with just friends. asking people what the hell they want. Yeah, exactly. And, them. And, and if it's just, I don't know, like doing what it, what it is about Christmas is that more than any time of the year. It should be the one time of year where you find joy for others and yourself in whatever way that is. 
It could be dedicating time to soup kitchens, you know, uh, helping the homeless, helping the needy, donating uh, time, money, whatever. But I think at the end of the day, if it's giving and receiving joy, I think you've like found the meaning of Christmas in that, uh, in whichever way it is. As long as it's not just purely selfish, you know, mm-hmm. I think that there the me- true meaning of Christmas exists. For as much as the Catholic Church is always like, there's a war on Christmas <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, have they announced the war? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every year the church is always like, there's a war. What? A war on Christmas. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> well, there there was that whole thing where, like, people would get upset that you were saying, yeah. oh, like, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Except every, we get it. Like, everybody's of a different nationality and tradition. Just. It's for everybody. Like, if somebody told me Happy Kwanzaa or Happy Hanukkah, I'd say, great, Happy Hanukkah to you, too, or Happy Kwanzaa to you, too, you know? Well, we should just say Happy Holidays. We should. I, I agree. To, um, to to open it up to everybody, to not have to, like, we, to just be as inclusive yeah. as possible. Exactly. I, which I do. You know? But I would, in my own, like, personal, I guess, choice, I would prefer it if people extended their tradition to me, you know? Because then, right. one, it tells me what you celebrate which is nice to know but it's also telling me that you wish me the same you know because i I don't think we Mm -hmm. whenever somebody says merry christmas i don't take it at least as like a i'm wishing you uh my holiday onto you it's more so just hey i hope you're having a good time that's all i'm like i'm appreciating you during my own time of exactly holiday yeah same thing i guess same thing as a how you would say happy birthday you know it's like right i think that comes down to like if you're comfortable with the person, if you know them, yeah, then you want to appreciate their holiday with them. Yep. I guess like separate holidays with them. But um, yeah, I feel what you're saying. You get it? It should be that we're all just, we're all celebrating everything together. It's There should be less about division and more about exactly collection, you know, that yes, we are celebrating different cultures, different religions, but at the same time, but we're all we can observe everybody's, you know, diversity together. And I think that'd be the best. We're all celebrating life. Exactly. We're all we're all just struggling through this year together, you know? That's <laughs> fine. <laughs> this episode is coming out on the 31st, right? The 31st. Yeah. D- December 31st this is, is a Thursday. Yeah. So so this is also about the new year or like the wrapping up the old year and going into the new year. This is, yeah. And if we can give a gift to the world, I would try to give the gift of I don't know. I don't know if forgiveness is the right word. Wow. But just a, an overall like taking in the year, accepting it for whatever the fuck it was and releasing it. Yeah, release a relief and moving on you know what? to bigger and better things. I agree. I, that's a lot of emotions right there. We all but... we all deserve one big release, you know, one big climax to just let it all out. Yeah. You know? I, I agree. I all could... together. <laughs> At the same time. It would be beautiful if we could all do it together. <laughs> That'd be <Yeah>. so great. <laughs> really connecting one another, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody holds hands and looks at each other's eyes and releases deep into my soul (laughs) please do this is this is exactly what we need and if that's not humanity i don't know what is you know that right there is a human hood yeah yeah that's maybe right (laughs) we'll workshop that one too we shall what is one thing you have learned this year or that you've gotten into this year 
that you wouldn't have otherwise? Well, I think what I learned or I can or I feel myself continuing to learn because I don't know if I've completely internalized it yet is that all your friends, your family, anybody, everybody, they can all push you and tell you like you're doing good you're doing fine or you sh- you you should pursue this like they'll all push you towards probably good things in your life but if you don't believe it you're not going to get there take in all these things that people are saying all the advice all the guidance and you need to find a way for yourself to believe it even if you don't believe it 100% find a way to believe it and make it happen for you like uh, right now that might seem very cryptic but for me i'm thinking about my own creative pursuits and I'm thinking about my own work environment, I'm not necessarily 100% happy in those environments, but I'm recognizing it and I'm overcoming it by doing a podcast, which is something that a year ago I would have never thought I was doing. And like looking for jobs and like really taking time to not write a generic cover letter, but write a cover letter that's actually meaningful and is showing them that I I, I really want to be there or at least not here, you know? <laughs> so we're getting there, Yeah. you know? And I think you just, you need to give yourself that time. Like, don't just, don't just half-ass it. Like, Full it's your it, life. You know? Own it. Wow, that got, that was deep. That was really deep. I appreciate that. Can you, can you top that? I actually was not talking about something deep. I was talking about just to, oh, you know, shit. but I love the fact <laughs> that it was deep. On the same note, I guess, but on a much more not so deep level, I guess, uh, I was I would say uh, D and D. Is something that I picked up. D and D also good. You no, know, also amazing. <laughs> um, no, but honestly, I think all my life I've heard of D and D. You know, and I've mm-hmm. I heard of D and D, but I never experienced it nor knew much about it, other than it was you know a game and a role-playing game, let's say. Uh, but I never knew that how complex or how fun it could be and how how both complicated but not so complicated it could be. I think it, mm-hmm. it appears to be overwhelming at first, but when you really right. just start playing with it, like any game, you get into it and you start learning the ropes really fast and it's actually really great. It's You find yourself in another really interesting community of people. Um, mm-hmm. I'm proud to say that uh, I started a D&D campaign, a different campaign than what Sal's working on right now, but um, a different campaign. Uh, but I've been playing that for about a year now, actually. December of, of uh, 2019 is when we started playing. And I still don't know all the rules, you know, like, like, that's fine if you don't know all the rules, but it's also just like playing it and getting into it and, you know, being being little fools little goose i'll honestly say i wish i had gotten into it sooner because i feel like this is one of those games where it could really expand your use of vocabulary and uh express like your sense of expression too because i feel like if you really I get love into, doing accents yeah, when i play if D&D. you really get into the role playing and everything uh it's both part of the storyline but also knowing how to express yourself and be descriptive about your environment and everything it becomes so submersive and I'm currently playing it with uh, much younger cousins of mine, but I feel like even they are reaping the most benefit from this because of that ability to learn how to express themselves so much more descriptive and learning new words into environmental things. You know, I hope it becomes a family tradition that I'll pick up now. Yeah. You know, honestly, fuck everything I said. If we can recommend anything for people going into the next year, 
play D and D. No, no, no. Okay? De- definitely listen to what Chris said too. <laughs> that was a good point. No, no, forget that. I, that was stupid. I totally back that up. But also that I think everybody should uh, should go for a D and D campaign. Pick up a starter set and you know give a hand at it. For as much as it sounds like you know nerdish or whatever, don't be scared of that. Just jump in and have fun with it. It's honestly such a great game that everybody should be able to enjoy. And yeah. I'm sure that once you dip your toe in it, you're going to want to start to jump in full full body into it, go into off the deep end. Yeah. Well, with that, I think it's time to, to wrap it yep. up. Uh, we're going uh, caroling now. We want to thank everybody so much for listening to us. I think, I, I know I was going through some, through like just our scroll up. I was scrolling through our Instagram recently, just kind of seeing how far back it went. Our first post is in July. So it's almost it's almost half a year that we've been posting and and publishing episodes and we want to thank you so much for being a part of that and listening to us and just having a good time with us. Huge thanks. Huge thanks to everybody that's kept us and uh, if we showed up on your uh Spotify Wrapped, thank you for being <laughs> those listeners who wow, kept us in I, there. I could wish. I could hope. The, honestly, I I never thought that I'd see our podcast on somebody's Spotify Wrapped and I was like, "What? That's crazy." So I appreciate to all of our, all our listeners again, huge thank you. As we said last episode, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we hope you guys enjoy the holiday season, spend it with loved ones are making the most of the holiday season as you can. I'm going to say that one more time, the most (laughs) of the holiday season, because although we're in quarantine, (laughs) although we're facing all these things, we're still here together, trudging on, trudging on, trudging on, is it trudging? trudging trudging on and seeing where the future will take us so here's to 2100 2100 <laughs> uh we're not there yet <laughs> thank you everybody we also have to thank a few more people before we go we gotta thank basement alien basement alien for that logo thank you so much basement alien you could find their instagram in our description you can also see uh that lit match is in our description as well oh, yes. and they're the people who make this podcast possible because they publish it and they help us they've been helping us uh they've been giving us analytics about how our episodes are doing they've been publishing uh social media posts about us to give us more uh viewership uploading all the audio onto all the streaming services yeah and giving us feedback along the way if they thought that we can do more yeah at one point they told us just quit so we were like "Hmm, okay (laughs) (laughs) we didn't listen to that no they would never say that oh yeah no no no, say that sal and you know that (laughs) they would write it in an email and tell us (laughs) No, no 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 uh they've always been supportive yeah yeah they've been supportive and if you decided that you wanted to do a podcast or two two uh, definitely reach out to them and uh, maybe get your podcast started uh, come 2021. Yeah, see that. Check it out. See if you like it for the New Year resolution. Also, if you guys are interested, uh, like we've said before, check out uh, the other podcasts on the network, uh, Free Live Cams and The Mental Health Burrito. Yes. And also check out our social media because we post stuff too. Sometimes we do all the time. So check us out. Maybe if you'd like. That's at the Kristen Sal Show. <laughs> celebrate the crap out of it man because we survived 2020 yeah until next time amigos salon mother chrissers jingle jangle 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 (laughs) (laughs) jingle jangle jingle jangle jingle